So how long does this thing have to be? Uh, 30 seconds, I think. Hmm. So we got to kill time for that long? Yes. Do you think? <laughs> I don't think we can do it. We can do it. That's all we do every week It's kill time. <laughs> and talk about people that might have gotten killed. Or talk about people who have been killed haunting places. Yeah, so. If you like creepy. Or disgusting. Or you just aren't right in the head. <laughs> this, this is the place for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. And I'm Marissa. And I'm Olivia. And this is the Creep Cafe Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, one and all, boys and girls, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. All colors of the rainbow, everybody. Y'all welcomed here around our table at any time. Absolutely. Any time. Absolutely. It's a little crowded. There's a lot of wires, but don't Lots mind. Lots of wires that. and very and flammable materials yes. with candles. Yes. And, and a lot of liquid as well. So electronics, <laughs> liquid, open flames. We're good. It, it works. Totally not a fire hazard. No, it's fine. It's fine. But oh my gosh, welcome back. We are so excited. We are fresh off of our Halloween special that we did. So if you haven't listened to it, you the fuck. need to. Like, what? If you haven't listened to it, the fuck. The fuck? Like, no, go back go and back. listen to go it. Back. We had two whole go parts. Back. Two whole parts. Uh-huh. Two parts. Not just one part. Two parts. Two parts. Just for you. And it was a lot of fun, too. It was. And I think everyone really liked it, which was fun. I hope they liked it anyway. <laughs> which was fun. <laughs> In my head. Because, you Everybody's know. Everybody's like, actually, we hated it. Uh, it was fun that people liked it. I'm glad that they didn't hate it. Um, I mean, if, if they did, I wouldn't know. You know who hated it. YouTube hated it. Probably. YouTube definitely hated it. But everybody else, maybe. It's okay. It was I mean, we have a love-hate relationship with YouTube anyway. It's fine. YouTube was nice to us this week, which I'm concerned about because... What's up with that? Like, it's, saw, al- it's almost like we came for YouTube a little bit and then, like, they were nice to us. Mm, you know what like, that mm. is? That's a toxic relationship. It is. So, <laughs> I know how, to, luckily, I know exactly how to handle that. So, yes. I'm going to manage our, our relationship with YouTube going forward. Are you drinking right now? Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Um, Kahlua and rum chata. Nice. You got a cute mm-hmm. little shot glass. Where is my? Where's out of, mine? Out of an orange single malt Scotch Scotch whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> wow. Um, Have another one. No, out of an orange uh, whiskey glass from Arran, uh the Isle of Arran in Scotland. Oh. So shout okay. out to anybody on the Isle of Arran who's listening to the Haunted Heart podcast. <laughs> if you are, I'd really dearly love to meet you. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And here I am with my Wendy's. Fucking um, large, extra soda. large. I had a, oh, a cherry. Oh, extra large. 
I guess it's just a large, but it was a it was a cherry coke. It's nothing but ice now. I'm jealous. I hate watered down cherry coke. You know what? I it is what it is. <laughs> I'll take it. It is what it is. It. it is. But um, we are so excited to have you guys back. We are going to get into some spooky topics this week. We are. It's a Kenny episode, y'all. So that's why I'm kicking back. Don't come for me. I don't want to see those content comments, YouTube, that I was drinking on this show this week because it's not my week. I've put in my week. Yep. Okay. I put in my time. And this week, I get to hear a story from a best friend. And I'm going to have a beverage. And I'm going to enjoy it with you. And she is. She is. Before we get into that, though, I'm sure you heard at the top of our uh, episode, we did put in um, a little insert for the Creep Cafe podcast. So shout out to them. Those are our friends, Marissa and Olivia, who have an amazing podcast that um, sort of dives into similar topics, everything creepy, true crime and all of that. Um, definitely go give them a check. Um, go give them a check. Go give them a check. <laughs> give them a check. Uh, I mean, do that too. Podcasters yeah. have it tough. Give them a check. <laughs> yes, them a check. Shit. give me a check too while you're at it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> how is it that you're drinking and I'm the one fumbling over my words? Witchcraft. Uh, <laughs> That's how. Witchcraft. But um, definitely check them out. They um, actually are uh, the reason why we had our cool new. Um, spooky art made because the person who did their cover art did some work for us too, Ashley. Um, so shout out to all of them. And we're really excited to uh, bring you a cool new episode this week. And I'm so, so excited to do that because <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I've struggled. I'm going to be real honest with you. I've struggled. We're going to get, we're going to get real. With your, with your topic? Yeah, well, not with my top, well, with just topics. Oh, I mean, I, I can relate to that when when you think that you have, like, a cool vampire cult story and it turns into um, <clears throat> a lot of darkness <laughs> really yeah. quickly and you just have to stay the course. Yeah. That kind of struggle or, like, where you been? What kind of struggle? I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, y'all, you know how I do, right? Like, I whenever it's time for me to sit and and think about whatever topic I want to discuss I just you know really try to just look within myself and just sort of pull out just quality content you know <laughs> I mean it's something I know you guys or something <laughs> that you you like you desperately seek it from us I know you do <laughs> the content yeah, yeah. That, it's like um what's that movie desperately desperately seeking Susan that's a movie right the fuck yeah. what is that movie about I don't know. It just I know the name of it though. It sounds like a rom com for months. But but I say it would be a great name for a podcast and desperately seeking spooky. Which is what our people are looking from us. We should just make it our new fucking trademark it and then not do anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I um I I stared at the mirror and was just suddenly struck with inspiration. I just felt like talking about some fucking clowns today, man. Mm. Uh, I know our uh, Murder Mod Squad member, Danielle, will love this. She mm-hmm. loves clowns. Oh, she loves them. We They're her favorite. You, we see you, Danielle. In fact, if you're a clown, 
Go ahead and reach out to her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Please don't send. I mean, maybe no. do. No. Go ahead and flood the Haunted Heart Facebook page, the Haunted Heart Podcast Facebook page, um, with clown photos this week for Danielle because she's a she's mod, so she's gonna have to moderate them. So go ahead and put them there. Don't put them in her inbox. That's dangerous. We can't have that. Ooh, and there she went. Just smacking the mic. Just smacking the mic. It's okay. It's Probably good. won't edit that out. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I want to go ahead and get, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. I'm not going to talk about Gacy. I'm not yeah. talking about Pogo the Clown. I'm not doing oh, that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. You've already dressed me up as Pogo mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. By the way, I made a TikTok following this trend where you post your favorite past costumes. Mm-hmm. And someone commented and was like, oh my God, how tall are you? You should definitely go as John Wayne Gacy. And I was like. No. <laughs> no. And I think they put the little hard eye emojis with it, too. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about... Uh, this would be an interesting topic to have. Um, not to just totally sideline everything, but how do you feel about people dressing up as actual murderers for Halloween? Like people dressing up as Gacy or, you know, Dahmer or Manson. Like Manson would be a really, like, costumey type. How do you feel about that? Because I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I actually I think I know exactly how I feel about it. And I think like I don't like it. That you don't like it? Well, I just feel like it's because it's something that actually happened. I don't know. I almost feel like it makes light of all of that. I don't know. It's it's a dicey sort of... I could see that. I'm just waiting for YouTube to tell me what opinion I should have. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But, but I would be... I, I Truly, in our community, I would be interested because we, you know, we love Halloween. And we're very into that. We also are very into the whole serial killer thing and dark topics and macabre topics. So I could see where people get the interest to do that. But I'm interested to hear what people think about it because I'm not really sure like I kind of feel like personally I wouldn't tell anybody else what to do but I kind of feel like personally it's a little too close to idolizing those people you know what I mean Mm, yeah like we try to be very careful when we're covering cases here that that we're not anywhere close to idolizing these people because they're fuckers um and I don't, I, yeah. But I would be interested to hear, I'm soliciting opinions on that. I, I probably, I don't, I don't think that it bothers me as much. I, I don't, I don't think that I would think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that there are like, way worse ways that other people like glorify yeah others than just dressing up like them as you know for halloween so i would probably like take it or leave it um i personally wouldn't dress I up as- i can't tell if i don't like it because it's immoral or if i don't like it because it's unimaginative mm. i think that's my problem is I, I, I can't tell. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see it. You're, you're, cause you're, not that any of these people need any more clout, but like yeah. it, it, I could see the point of view where it could help sustain that, like, 
you know, like the mythos, around the mythos them. around them and how it helps that. But, um, you know what? But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't see too many people. No, I don't dressing think it, up as them. Well, I, I here and now, like here and there, you'll see it um, online. Mm. But I don't think it's much of a thing because of the whole morality issue around it. But I think it would be an interesting conversation for us to have with our community because you know, they are kind of adjacent interests Yeah, in a lot of cases. So I'd be interested to know what you think about dressing up as actual um, serial killers as a quote-unquote costume right? for Halloween. Interested to know what you think. Anyway, I've I've completely sidelined. No, that was a a really, that was an interesting little topic. Yeah, no, totally get it. Um, Like I said, I'm I'm not going to do that. Also, I just didn't know what to think of it. I'm like, what? Why are you comparing me? First of all, why did we come in with the first part like, Oh my God! How tall are you? You should do gay. Was Gacy tall? I don't know. No. I mean, I don't know anything about. No, he wasn't. He wasn't tall. I thought he was, he was short like and short round. and fat. Yes. And I'm like, and he managed to fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken. I mean, like, that's what went... I'm saying. Like, do I have a career managing fried chicken? Is this I, is this a resource that I should tap into? I don't like, know. Should you? Should, I don't think that you should follow Gacy's path, though. I don't really. I just don't think that you should do that. I mean, first I of all, up... you don't have a basement. So it's going to be difficult. That's true. For you. It's going to be true. a tough time for you. You're going to have true. to get creative. Yeah. Um, also, don't, I mean, I don't have a clown suit. So, I mean, like that. I don't know. I'm not, not I'm like just it. like, I'm trying to think of what, I'm like, I don't, where, where the hell did it come from? No, I don't know. Empower I don't know. yourself. Be your own murderous clown. Okay. <laughs> just create your own brand. Yes, yes, that's what we'll do. We'll do that today. I'm on. I'm on stamp and create create your own clown brand. That's what this whole episode is about today, folks. It's very difficult clowning. Um, it's it is. Very, it so, takes a lot of skill. I was gonna say. So I've got a few clown related topics, um, and I maybe have a little game to play at the end. A game. We may have a game to play at the end. Okay. Um. So. I do want to get into a little bit of the history of clowning, but first and foremost, you're familiar with clownery, um, as you clearly. <laughs> I am. I went to clown so school. Why don't you tell us a bit about your history with them? And I'm and I'm not talking about your obsession with emaciated edgelords in high school. So we're gonna skip that. We're gonna get into. So there's a lot of clowns. There's been a there's been a lot of clowns. Because I know you used to not really be a fan of them. But then you yes. did some clowning. So I used to be terrified of clowns. Um, I was I, I wouldn't say that that it was to the to the level of a phobia. I would say um, that I was just deeply uncomfortable with clowns because mm. um, I have this the horror movies that are always the scariest to me. And a lot of times people like sort of like poo-poo it and call them more thrillers but the horror movies that are the the scariest to me are the ones that have a mental health component um because i think there's something about that um loss of control that comes with mental instability that makes me very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) not like i stare at it in the mirror every day or anything but um but seriously it can be very scary case in point the movie The Abyss. Most people would not consider that to be horror. I right. don't know that I would consider it to be horror either. It's pretty solidly in the in the thriller genre. However, to me, that movie was as a child and still is to this day terrifying because 
the movie is basically focused on somebody's mental health just completely degrading, right. like to the point where there is no more control, really. Right. Um, and that is one thing that has always terrified me. Um, and I think clowns in some way mirror some of that instability Yeah. Uh, for me. And so I was always very uncomfortable. Um, it didn't really help things very much that when I was a child, my mother took me to a haunted house and I did the old classic trick of chickening out in line um and went to the car to wait but of course my mother being my mother (laughs) sent three or four clowns down to the car and told them my name um and told them exactly which car i was in so they were like banging on the windows and knocking and scratching and singing and even at one point they were like rocking the car back and forth Mm -hmm. which is probably not very good for the car no um property damage not good yeah so um so that was pretty traumatizing. Um, and then my mom, like, you know, I waited hours and hours for her to get out of the haunted house. And then she came, bargained with me to unlock the door. It took some convincing, let me tell you. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> I was 13 and I couldn't drive. Um, so I finally unlocked the door so that she could get in. And I pulled the old, like, get up and, like, awkwardly shift your body over the gear shift um, to get to the passenger seat because I was not exiting that fucking car. Um And then my lovely mother took the opportunity to unlock all four of the doors so that no sooner did my ass hit the passenger seat than the passenger side door opened. And of course, there is a fucking clown in my face, right beside my face, Mm -mm. breathing on my cheek, which now in the context of COVID is even scarier. Yes, it is. Um, Nasty. Yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, and we, like, sat like that for a long time, and he was trying to get me to look at him, and I just, like, I refused. I was, like, staring straight ahead, and I was like, I need you to get out of my face, please. (laughs) What I need from you is for you to get out of my face. Yeah. Um, And and it continued like that for a while until I was like, I'm going to have to punch you if you don't get out of my face that's like your good old uh flight or flight fight or flight response exactly look i am a person i've always said this and i still say this to this day i am a person with a very strong fight or flight response my fight response is actually in truth much stronger than my flight response but i know that i don't want to go to jail (laughs) and this particular haunted house was one to benefit the police department, so all of those clowns were cops. And I didn't want to hit a cop. I didn't want to do that. (laughs) So I was like, please, please, I'm going to have to hit you. You got to not. I'm I'm just going to have to, sir, please. I'm like pleading with this clown, still, again, looking straight ahead. And then he like turned and like walked away. And with his back to us as he was walking away, he was, he said with the sweetest voice, he was like, you guys get home safely, okay? And I was like, oh, you were so sweet. But I was going to have to hit you. So, but also, fuck you. But why are you doing this to children? Why are you torturing children? Um, now I know, right? Because I'm a haunt actor and I'm like, right. it's fucking funny. I know. It came full <laughs> circle on that ass. Yeah, it did. So, but anyway, before uh, before I got into uh, haunt acting, I went to clowning school years later, years after my clown incident. Um, I, I, as part of my theater training, um, I did 
an exercise um, after a couple, you know, sessions with clowning. I did some exercises um, where I had to like my voice was taken away from me for the day. And I had to sort of choose my makeup design for a clown, do a full face of clown makeup. And I couldn't speak. I could only pantomime to communicate with people. Mm. And I was basically clowning. Um, I was supposed to like play play it up and clown all day. Um, and that exercise really, I think, helped heal some of that trauma. And it helped make me a little more okay with clowns. Right. right? And then I was like, oh, no, it's it's actually fun. And it's something that kind of aligns more with me um, having done that. Now, that said, they can still be very creepy. And <laughs> and funny enough, years and years later, when Kenny and I, um, some of you guys know Kenny and I, are both haunt actors with Shocktober. Yes. Um, and I was cast as a clown, like, all the time. Like, every, every fucking time. night. Yes. It was insane because, yes. like... Here, like, we are driving to the haunt together, and I'm like, well, because, see, you never know what you're going to be that night. Yeah. Some haunts have, like, where you play the same role every night. Yeah. Shocktober does it a little bit different so that, you know, it you're kind of mixed up. You don't ever really know what you're playing that night. Yeah. Um, unless you are, like, a line actor. But we were house actors, and... Well, I was a house actor. Katie was a basement actor. I was a fucking actor. basement. I, I mean, I, <laughs> um, but we would be driving to the haunt, and Katie's like, they're going to put me in that fucking basement again. I know it. And, and I'm here, like... And here's the thing. It's 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 great. It's really fun. Um, and it, it it is a good time, but it's so exhausting. It is. Being a clown is physically just draining. I have never slept the way that I sleep after like a six hour shift in the basement uh-huh clowning yeah um and and then like going home like taking off the makeup peeling off the like sweaty absolutely disgusting clothes and then like taking a hot shower and then going to bed i've never slept that sleep any other like in any other sort of situation it's it is so exhausting uh-huh and then there was that one incident i remember because you got the blood in your eye because your makeup oh, yeah. that was that oh, crazy yeah. night it was uh it we ran like over like so many hours we, ran over, we were, we were that, like three hours yeah. over when we were supposed to have stopped mm-hmm. and i was in the basement of course kenny was in the fucking house i guess yeah. having a fucking I don't know, a fucking soiree, a fucking like, <laughs> he's just like eating dinner, chilling out with, I, his, I was actually with his feet up. Literally in the kitchen, which is great because in my role as the chef in the kitchen, which is, I was there several times, you had um, the, you were right there with the sink and then the cabinets and I could always keep my like snacks and bottled water in the cabinets and in between guests I could like pop an M&M Take a swig oh, of water. Pop an M&M. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. No. Meanwhile, I am sweating my tits off in the basement, running from like fucking like shoot 'em up games to fucking like carnival wheels that are made out of ply boards. So they're like, they weigh as much as me and I have to spin these things like with my whole body weight. We're like three hours over, which means that we've been there for like eight hours and I've been like pulling on this fucking wheel for eight hours. It was insane. And then to top it all off, like I had some um, 
if you, I'm sure if you've ever done anything with, um, with haunts, you've worn gel blood before, right? It's the blood that they put on you that the whole point of it is that it doesn't dry. It's supposed to look wet. Yeah. And I had that like all around my eye and my makeup looked absolutely fucking sick. But one of the things that my makeup artist had done was put, layer some of that gel blood around the wound that was around my eye. Now it was brilliant until about hour five, <laughs> <laughs> when that gel blood mixed with the copious amount of sweat that was just pouring out of my body and then began to ran, run down my nose and directly into my eye. Um, and my eye just turned completely red and it looked like I was wearing a sclera contact, but I was not. It was just gel blood in my fucking eye. Is, is gel blood eye safe? No. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I don't really think it's safe for anything. <laughs> I'm not even sure it's safe to put on your face, to be honest with you. But um, you're definitely not supposed to put it in your eye. And I'm just like, this is it. Like, I'm going to lose this eye. I'm going to die here um, as this clown. And I won't even know because this is going to be my hell. Like, it'll just mm, continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, in a couple percent. years, I'll wake up and realize that I'm in hell. And, and, and here's where we are. And if you did pass out and die on the floor, nobody would pay you any mind because... They that gives me. They would. They would think it's part of the part They're of. They're like, the oh fun. look, this bitch is dead on the ground. But that gives me a crazy. <laughs> that gives me a really good idea for a horror movie, of exactly that when the haunt runs over and then one of the clowns goes absolutely fucking batshit insane, uh, and just starts. Well, let's not share people. all of our shit for just people to steal. Yeah, don't take that. No, <laughs> I. On the other hand. <laughs> I want to make that. They they put Katie in the basement every night. Me, not so much. I was above ground. Um, <laughs> uh, Quite literally not on her level. <laughs> I was above ground. No. <laughs> I was above ground. She was in the basement with the rest of the clowns. Um, so I don't have a huge... I don't really have a lot of experience with clowning when it comes to haunt work. Uh, but I absolutely love going through clown areas and mm-hmm. shocktober shocktober was really great because the whole basement was just a huge clown area and i definitely want to recommend if you're listening and are interested go to shocktober.org because they are a fundraiser or shocktober is the haunt and it's a fundraiser for the ark of loudon which goes to support um, a lot of community members and it's been absolutely devastating to them and and to us yeah to not to have a live walkthrough it's it, it's their biggest it's basically their biggest funding event and it's where they get a lot of like like a significant portion of their funding for the year um and they use that to support special needs families mm-hmm. um with you know education work assignments things like that it, it goes to support some of the more vulnerable members of our community who have been hit really hard by this pandemic because a lot of their social structure just sort of collapsed right um so but they are doing virtual stuff which is actually really cool there's like a point of view haunt that they yep. have set up where you you can basically buy a ticket and then you know it's not the same but it's really cool in a way because you you kind of get to see more. I found that I actually see more that way um, than 
if I'm there in person. Yeah. And it allows you, it allows more people to see inside the haunt, like, because anybody can access it. So, I mean, if you guys are listeners and fans of the show and want to kind of get a peek into what we typically do in October and see kind of where we haunt. Yeah. um, It's a really cool experience. Um, Like I said, just go to shocktober.org and they have a bunch of different things on there. They're also doing like haunt classes where they Mm -hmm. can teach you how to, you know, distress clothes, do makeup, prosthetics, all of that. So if you're interested, definitely check them out because it it supports the Ark of Loudon and, you know, it's really important to us. And so, um, and we love doing it every year. Yeah. But um, with that being said, clown rooms absolutely love i was actually at a haunt recently and they did this they did a clown room but they did it so well it was this like circular room and it was filled with these life-sized clown figures and they weren't like your typical you know sort of i don't want to say cheesy but like your typical modern day demented clown that Mm -hmm. you see in haunts they were all very sort of dusty and vintage looking um and just very unsettling Hmm. um and it was just filled with them and i knew what the scare was going to be yeah um i knew that one of them was going to be real and pop out and lo and behold if that motherfucker didn't just come out right by my face and he was like like oh just right there and i saw him come out and i was like one of those people that almost hit the floor when they go through haunts and they get that scare, like when you get that really good scare and someone just hits the floor or yeah. throws their phone. I love that. That was. It's always a dude too. It's, it's me. always a fucking dude. It is me. For some reason, when I go through haunts, they like to target me. And yes, I will yeah. let you know, I am the fucking scream, the scream queen of the group. I scream yes. and I curse. That's what he's I do. A, he's a oof girl. Yes. <laughs> so they, for some reason, they, I mean, they gravitate towards me. But that's fine. I almost hit the floor. It was just, it, it was brilliant. I think that what I like about clownery and haunts is that it's it's fun and it allows you to, um, the freedom to do a lot. And I yeah, I just think that it it's again, it's just essentially about being really fun. And so I like well, yeah. the, the aesthetics it's and the playful. design of it and the playfulness of it. And it's one of those things that sort of like takes you out because you see a lot of you know creepy manners and this and that but the clown experience is always something that is meant to be like uplifting and fun but is sort of twisted you know to try to scare you which always appeals to me well i think too it's it's very playful it's very fun it's it both from the perspective of like the person who's being terrified by it but also Mm. you know as the person who has been the clown themselves. Right. Um, it, it's playful. It's childlike. It's fun. It is sort of, you know, in a twisted, weird, demented way, it is play. Um, and I would argue that nowhere else in the haunt is there that kind of play, like that concept of play. Now, right. it's a really demented version of it, but it is it is play. Um, and... I think the other thing that I see, because, you know, most haunts have a clown component just because it's such a part of our culture that, mm-hmm. like, yep. clowns are scary, right? It's yep. almost now, I would say, it's almost clowns Clowns have typically been 
sort of connected to being funny, but almost now I would say they are just as connected to being scary in our culture, oh, right? Because yeah. everybody's like, oh, God, clowns, right? Yeah. Um, and they're in every haunt. But one thing that I do notice is that a lot of haunts have um, – like like I was talking about with my experience, you know, the clowns are very physical. It's a very physical, frenetic sort of energy. Yeah. And I do think that there's that that is good, right? There's there's times when when clown a clown character in a haunt being very frenetic, being very erratic, being, you know, showing you that, hey, I can walk anywhere that I want to in this room. And it really doesn't matter how close that I get to you. Right. Right. I can get as close as I want. But there's also value in what you described which is that like stillness. And mm-hmm. I don't see as much of that stillness with clowns as I do the frenetic sort of crazy energy yeah. moments, right? Yeah. And, I, and I think that stillness is something that's very um, powerful. I think it, so, you know, I would love to see more of that in haunts. That kind of like... Haunt industry, if you're listening, take heed. Take notes. Yes. Take notes. I have given you a note. <laughs> I want to see you implement it. But I do. I think that stillness can be very unsettling because there are people who have issues with clowns that will, like, just that stillness alone right. is un- is uncanny yeah. and unsettling. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, clownery is just such a – it has a long history with, you know, just society in general. I mean, it goes well beyond 2020, trust me. Um, I mean – I didn't even know this, but apparently in there were actually ancient clowns dating all the way back to 2400 BC, hmm. around the 5th dynasty of Egypt. And let me tell you, that is something I've yet to see a haunt incorporate. It's ancient mummy clowns. I mean, jump on it. That's going to be saying. Spirit of Halloween's theme next year, ancient mummy clown. Ancient Realness mummy clowns. Coming through for you. I, I'm trying to figure out if that would be the most horrible thing to happen. Because... You know, we've heard these stories of these archaeologists digging up these, you know, sarcophagi. Mm -hmm. Sarcophagi? Yeah, I guess that's right. Sarcophagi. You had it. Be confident in yourself. Sarcophagi. I know a guy. He's in a sarcophagi. (laughs) Uh, And everybody. I think if they're they're individual, though, I think it's sarcophagus. No, it's just one guy. He's in multiple sarcophagi. (laughs) (laughs) They they split him up. They spread him around. (laughs) Um. And, you know, they, they, they're uncovering all of these and everyone's like, you know, do not open. It's not the fucking yeah, year. Yeah, it's not the year. We're not Just trying to fucking have. Maybe try again next year. You know, Emotep come out of here. I mean, it would I be mean, nice to have Brendan Fraser back. I'm just saying, if we did bring back an ancient mummy, would we have Rick O'Connell? Would he come out? It's a cost-benefit analysis, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm just saying that I would really like to see the charting on that uh-huh. on that um, on that risk reward sort of situation <laughs> yeah. because if we were guaranteed to get Rick O'Connell by bringing back Imhotep, I mean maybe it's a win-win. You right. know what I mean? Imhotep was just looking for a lady to please him. He just wanted to be loved. That's true. Um, and I'm sure that he could find somebody in 2020. Anaxuna Moon did him dirty. She did. She did. Um, but, you know, I think she was a lesbian anyway. Rewatch the movie. Watch her. <laughs> There's a lot there. There's a lot with, like, you know, a lot of people uh, understanding their bisexuality, their homosexuality or lesbianism, whatever. Uh, through that movie, there's I a lot did. Of, there's a lot of hot people in that movie. Like, I did. And there's also just the fact that, like, if you're if you're watching that movie, like, just understand that, like, 
there's just a lot of hot people there. It, you know, yeah. just understand that mm-hmm. like it, it's okay. It's okay. That's fine. Everything's fine when you're watching the mummy. It is fine. Um, but like, so hear me out on this. So like, if they've got they've got these these sarcophagi, and what if they were just like spring loaded mummy? clowns oh like the jack-in-the-box uh-huh so instead of reading those you know ancient hieroglyphs and not and all of that and opening the seal there was just a crank that you turned and fucking out pops like fucking bozo tutankhamen or some shit <laughs> bozo so yeah i don't know um but it was a fun fact though because in ancient egypt uh clowns were actually considered to be a socio-religious role which meant they also functioned as a priest and YouTube, fuck off right here because I don't know. I'm not a fucking Egyptologist. I I don't know nothing. I'm pretty sure that I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they weren't called clowns back then. I'm sure there was another name. I don't know it. Again, leave me alone. Look, my first Yahoo email address was Egypt lover. Like yeah, six, I remember six nine yeah. or whatever. Um, I so I'm gonna say that as an <laughs> aspiring, um, Egyptologist in my childhood, uh. I think that sounds right to me. Right. You know, but, but actually there is a lot, um, not just in ancient Egypt, but there's a, there's a long, it, particularly if you look at like hit literature, mm-hmm. um, if we look at like consider King Lear by Shakespeare, right? Mm-hmm. The, the jester in that, the fool, right? The clown character is the one who is telling the most truth and speaking the most truth. Right. So there's a strong connection sort of between, clowning or being a jester or being a fool and speaking truth it was said that in um you know medieval times the jester was the only person who could speak truth to the regent yeah because they could speak it in jest yeah right because it's all jokes it's all fun jokes and it's fine jk right jk yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see it. Um, yeah, yeah you, you see that clownery, that tomfoolery, buffoonery. Um, tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. I mean, uh, and even in other cultures, like you said, um, where you see them uh, in Greece, Rome, you see the mm-hmm. jesters, um, Native Americans. I think Americans, you see them probably even, like every everywhere. major civilization. Um, you sort of see that, that role um, in a... In a in many different forms and variations, but Mm -hmm. you kind of see that same sort of role throughout uh, many different cultures. Um, And, you know, even when you get into more modern times where you have the rise of the circus clown. um, And then once, you know, we canceled the circus, we saw the rise of today's clown, which would be podcasters. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much feel like a clown. Yeah. Every day when we go to record. Not that we record every day. We just go ahead and put a big red nose on. I mean, that's kind of what, like I mean, right I thought about recording. getting little red um, microphone covers because it's <laughs> kind of like that, you know, because it's over your nose from what I'm seeing. So if it's red and then mine is red. Yeah. It, that's what that would. Perfect. Look like. Yeah, it feels like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, but the, <laughs> I mean, but that is the common thread. It's, it's clownery. It's supposed to be a form of uh, an art form that's meant to provide relief mm-hmm. from day to day, like sorrows yep. to make you laugh, feel good, distract you from the pain of being in this global pandemic. Um, so, you know, why do some of us and well, I say some of us, most of us uh, find clowns so scary? Well, some of us have a, a really big fear of clowns, a phobia that we call chorophobia. 
And uh, according to our good friends over at uh, Wikipedia, they say that clown costumes tend to exaggerate the facial features and some body parts, such as hands and mm-hmm. feet and noses. And this can be read as monstrous or deformed as easily as it can be read as comical. The yeah. significant aberration in a clown's face may alter a person's appearance so much that it enters the so-called uncanny valley in which a figure is lifelike enough to be disturbing but not realistic enough to be pleasant and thus frightens a child so much that they carry this phobia throughout their adult life. According to psychology professor Joseph Derwin at California State University, Northridge, young children are very reactive to a familiar body type with an unfamiliar face. Researchers who have studied the phobia believe there is some correlation to the uncanny valley effect. Additionally, the fact that much clown behavior is transgressive can create feelings of unease. Yeah. No, I think... um... I think the what you were saying about it being because the the features are very exaggerated. Um, part of that is a product of having you know a lot of clowning was um, sometimes done from very far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that exaggeration was to help you actually be able to see a face from very far away. Um, but but it's true that our mind can sort of just as easily perceive that as something that is like deformed right yeah. um and our and our mind has a strong reaction to that right if something doesn't look quite right um evolutionarily we we say mm, i gotta i gotta be wary of this thing something's out. up with this thing you gotta right? watch out yeah because it's just the way that we're wired right for better or for worse that's that's how we are um so i think a lot of the fear of clowns does stem from that you know this this thing does not look the way that it should. And therefore there's an alarm going up in the back of my mind that I can't like quite settle down. Yeah. Um, totally. And I actually, I have a very significant source here from psychology today. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, I am, you can practically hear the italics in the, (laughs) in the name there. Psychology Psychology today. today. So there's this guy. He's um, he's a Canadian psychologist. Um, His name is Doctor Nader. Any Uh, relation to Ralph Nader? I don't think so, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to say maybe not. I don't know. Um, But Doctor Nader believes that clown phobias are fueled by the fact that clowns wear makeup and disguises that hide their true identities and feelings. And that this is perfectly consistent with uh, his hypothesis that it is the inherent ambiguity surrounding clowns that make them creepy. They seem to be happy, but are they really? And they're mischievous, which puts people constantly on guard. People interacting with a clown during one of his routines, or her, or they, never know if they're about to get a pie in the face or be the victim of some other humiliating prank. The highly unusual physical characteristics of the clown, the wig, the big red nose, the makeup, the odd clothing, only magnify the uncertainty of what the clown might do next. And what I could see that. It's 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 very the makeup is so heavy and so thick, it's full coverage, like Miss yes. Nikki Tutorials loves to say. It's full uh-huh. coverage. Um because the makeup is so thick, 
it it does almost sort of serve as a mask and people yeah. can be very sensitive to <laughs> people can be very sensitive to masks we know that um but people can be very <laughs> sensitive to like you know if if we're covering our face it sort of immediately puts people on edge why are right. you covering your face what's under there what are you hiding what's what's going on right um and it makes us uncomfortable it's one of those you know, again, it's an evolutionary thing. Yeah. And um, I could see how the clown makeup would obscure the face enough that it would it kind of it would kind of work like that. Yeah. And it's not unfounded. I mean, clowns are fucking creepy for a reason. I mean, you remember back in 2016 when that all like the clown shit was going down? Yeah. Like that before was, we that had was Corona. For a movie. That was for it was like promotion mm, for a movie, right? No, no, ma'am. Oh, it wasn't. Uh uh-uh. So. Yeah, before before Miss Rona, we had the clowns, which, you know, looking at the time when you're in 2016 and you're like, fuck, this is scary. <laughs> just wait four years, honey. Just wait. Um, four more years. Just wait. That's interesting. I would have thought Plague came before clowns. <laughs> but interesting that we kind of got it in reverse. Unless it was the clown mummy who then brought the plague. Mm-hmm. See that? Maybe. Just saying. So some of the first clown sightings began in June of 2016 and August, and they stretched from the Midwest to the East Coast and through the South. So in Wisconsin, you had Gags the Green Bay Clown, who gained viral status after granny photos of a clown surfaced walking through the streets under the cover of night. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. So people started speculating that, you know, this might be related to some sort of viral marketing campaign for a movie or a haunted house or some other, you know, form of entertainment or whatever. But um, the clown sightings took a scary turn in late August when authorities in South Carolina began reports of a person dressed as a clown trying to lure children into the woods. And deputies said they received several reports of suspicious characters dressed like clowns with white face paint who were flashing green lasers and enticing kids with large amounts of money. 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 Damn, you got to give them money now. You can't even give them candy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit, you could give me some money, honey. I, I mean, I'm saying that's uh, how you catch, that's how you catch a nearly... 30-year-old woman. For real. Offer me some money. A bitch got a bill. Come on. (laughs) I I have bills to pay. I have things that that need to get taken care of. If I had me a clown sugar daddy, maybe it would be a little easier around here. (laughs) Maybe. You never know. Taking care of these cats. (laughs) (laughs) Got to feed these kitties. Got to feed these kittens. So in mid-September, three children in Georgia told police about an incident involving two adult men dressed as clowns. McDuffie County deputies say Cameron Frails, 12, and his little brother were walking to a bus stop after 6 a.m. when they were chased by men donning all-black clothing, clown masks, and red wigs. Mm. Scariest part of that, after 6 a.m. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, no. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is scary, but 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 after six a.m. something about it being like first thing in the fucking morning. Like I don't know about you, but when I get up in the morning, the the one thing that I'm not fucking prepared for is being chased by clowns. Yeah, 
not prepared for that. No. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not ready. And I don't know that I would handle it a lot better if it was like 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. But like at least then we've had the whole day. We've had, you know, I'm. You've I'm, had your morning coffee. Right, I'm here. I'm, I'm living my life. I got to get home anyway. So it's fine if I just want to go at a quicker pace. Like. Right. I'm just not prepared for it. But like something about like crimes that happen in the middle of the day fuck me up too like it's just like i feel like nighttime is the time for that right why are you doing it out here in the day it's like you're supposed to feel safe it's like because you know 6 a.m it's probably dawn it's starting to break maybe or or getting ready to whatever depending on what fucking time of the year you're in yeah shit and whatever but and you know that's always supposed to be a comforting feeling you know like at the end of the horror movie when dawn breaks yeah. you know it's like, yes it's like that's the hope right and so yeah. you feel a sense of security so the fact that you know you're just trying to start your day and then all of a sudden you've got these men chasing you in fucking clown masks and probably a really bad party city red wig which is horrifying enough right like if you're gonna come at me at least have your shit laid like I mean, please, <laughs> please, please do a little work on that wig. Do I'm a gonna, little prep work on that wig. Sir. Uh-huh. I'm going to need for you to get it right. Can you imagine if your fucking day starts with you being chased by a fucking clown? <laughs> like, where do you go from there? Where do right. we go from there? Where are we going to? Because it seems like if we're starting there, we don't really have, we don't really have anywhere else to go. True. I would be like fuck and then i just turn around and go back in my house <laughs> i'm, gonna, we're I'm gonna done start for the day over. we're gonna try again another day exactly because it's not this day yep exactly so a, a week later police in pottsville pennsylvania began investigating a frightening claim by a 12 year old who said she was chased by a clown through a park brian hawk who was again 12 um told the news that a little boy came screaming through the park after allegedly seeing a group of clowns quote eating something in the woods eating something eating something in the woods what are you eating why are you eating something in the I woods i hope it was wendy's i want it to be wendy's <laughs> but i have a feeling but that it was a like a person Mm-mm. uh so she said, a clown started chasing us up here and turned around and went back to the woods. Mm. But the terror wasn't over. The alleged clowns returned, she said, throwing sticks at the children before hurling curse words at them. It was scary. This has the potential to be me in the future, though. Do you think it was a blooming onion? Like, was it a blooming <laughs> onion? Could it have Maybe. been that they were just sharing? They were like, let's get dressed up as clowns. Uh-huh. Okay. This is August, so there aren't any haunts that were open at that time, unfortunately. Because it could have very easily just been a group of fucking hungry-ass haunt actors walking home from their haunt. If this had been in October, I wouldn't be scared of this fucking story at all because I'd be like, no, Kenny, this was us. Depending. (laughs) This would have happened September 21st, so some haunts may or may not be open that early. That is around the time that some some of the early openers, like, open. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's a little bit too early for me. I'm like, there's the possibility because I'm going to tell you what. And they were just scarfing down McDonald's and it was uncanny. If you have ever worked a haunt. You know. And you know that like you are leaving and there is a group of people going to the McDonald's. Absolutely. And scarfing down a fucking 20 piece chicken McNugget. At least that was me in full makeup. They're like. 
do you want to like, you know, use these fucking baby no, wipes? No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I'm so nasty right now that I can't possibly get any worse. I, and what I want to do is go sit in a in the middle of fluorescent lighting in the middle <laughs> of a McDonald's and eat a bunch of shit. Right. You're already sitting in a dirty McDonald's, yeah. so it doesn't matter. So yeah. you hit the McDonald's yes. first and then go home to your shower it's and fine. then have the best sleep of your life. It's fine. But maybe they were trying to like commune with nature, so they were like, let's just go eat it in the woods. I don't know. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, what were you doing in the woods? So um, after the alleged clown sightings in South Carolina, Southern Kentucky, Tennessee, and a few other states, um, the Tennessee Highway Patrol issued a warning to parents to watch the kids and to be on the lookout for anything out of the ordinary. The threat, they said, was the possibility of predators in clown costumes seeking to lure children into the woods. Mm -hmm. And around the same time, law enforcement said a teenager in Coffee County, Tennessee, claimed to have been attacked by a clown. So at this point, you got all these clown sightings and all these, you know, fucking people, um, you know, bringing all these stories to light. So the retail shops across the U.S. began rolling out Halloween costumes, <laughs> including an assortment of clown-related <laughs> costumes, wigs, makeups, and accessories. Oh, God. Um, Arizona officials blame an abnormal number of school absences on a social media threat featuring a clown image. Um, between two Phoenix school districts, 24 schools were named in a multitude of threats posted online. Parents and students were shaking with about half of the 3,000 students at Marydale High School skipping class out of concern. Out of concern. Out of Shit. concern. And it was a high school. You know them fuckers were just like, uh-huh. oh, we shouldn't go to school. Um, the next day in Phoenix, police say two different fast food restaurants were robbed by suspects wearing clown masks. Um, I wonder if it was a McDonald's. Mm. Um, around 8 p.m. Tuesday, a Taco Bell restaurant oh, <laughs> was damn. allegedly hit by an armed robber as police were busy investigating. Oh, the suspects damn. allegedly hit a Domino's restaurant <laughs> nearby was it the same people uh i believe so it was two 17 year olds were arrested in connection with the robberies they said look we want that baja blast we want that party pack but we also have been feeling some cheesy bread Uh uh-huh i mean that that is basically me on a saturday um but i pay i'm i'm happy to pay but (laughs) Mm mm-hmm but honestly i still feel just as bad about it it's one step again from being post haunt work yes like i'm there and i'm willing to pay money but like if you give like if you give me any problems like i'm just gonna take it (laughs) and fucking leave i'm still wearing my makeup um so then september 29th um in tennessee police also say that a clown armed with explosives walked into a bank and demanded money from a teller never good no. Memphis police said one person clad with a clown costume and another person uh, got away with an undisclosed amount of cash. Huh. Uh, and then October comes around, October 3rd, 2016. Um, it was a Monday. Philadelphia police identified a 13-year-old girl as the person who made so-called uh, clown threats toward local schools. Fuck. <laughs> investigators said that the girl told them it was a prank committed with a friend at her school and she never had any intent to harm anyone did you or did you just get caught 
And then several more threats were made um, by clowns. Yeah. And going into October, it's just all of this like crazy clown incidents that are going on, like that go on well into October. We got threats of clowns, people seeing clowns. This fucking mom fights off a clown accused of attempting to kidnap her child. Amazing. Amazing Uh, mom. uh, Yeah. And... She said she got the well, handbag out. She said, uh-uh. She said, you ain't taking this one. I done worked hard <laughs> for this one. I didn't gave I up too this much. One. Um, and then this one takes the cake. Uh, and on October 6th, a 13-year-old girl was charged in an alleged murder-for-hire plot involving a clown and her teacher. Authorities said the girl asked a person posing as a clown on social media to kill her teacher. The girl was charged with one count of threatening to kill by electronic message. Jesus. Um, so, and then this is really funny in this article. October 11th, Ronald McDonald keeping lower profile due to clown <laughs> sightings. McDonald's Corporation said it is being, quote, thoughtful in respect to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events as a result of the current climate around clown sightings and communities. The current climate around clown sightings. <laughs> We love it. We love a social media well, statement. So you remember what happened is that like everybody went fucking crazy and yeah. then they started pulling all of the clown costumes off the shelves. Yeah. Like you could not buy yes. a clown costume. And what was hilarious about this is that I was working at the Banana Republic then. And so I think this was in 2016. In 2015, we had our clown themed Halloween party or our yes. circus themed Halloween yes. party. So I had um, I'm notorious for just keeping shit in my trunk for ages and so i had had some of the costumes and stuff that we had used in my trunk of my car while all of this shit was going down so one day (laughs) not suspicious at all not suspicious yeah so one day um we i was at work and it something was going on and we wanted to one of my associates wanted to prank another associate. So they're like, oh, it must have been around October because they, we, they wanted to scare this person. And so I was like, all right, this is cool. And they're like, but they're like, oh, I wish I had a mask or something. They they, they actually specifically said, I wish I had a clown mask because all of this right was going place. on. And then so I just kind of like was like, hmm. Um, I can't leave the building because I was the only manager at the time. But I handed them my keys and I was like go into my trunk and and open my trunk. And I have like three clown outfits, a clown mask. There was probably a clown foot in there. Um, Several props. It's a wonder he didn't call the fucking police. Because I feel like Uh you just being like, go into my trunk. (laughs) And you just like hand him the keys and he like opens the trunk and finds all this shit. I would have been like, "Um, hello, 911. Right. It was, I I thought about it. I was like, if I had ever gotten pulled over and then like right. they searched my trunk. You would have been suspicious as fuck. Like you going to jail, boy. <laughs> I, I mean, it just figures that I had all of this clown paraphernalia in my trunk when all this shit was going down. But um, we ended up getting a good scare out of the associate, I believe. Then it was all worth so it. So it was. Then it was all worth it. It was, it was definitely worth it. Um. So, yeah, we've talked a lot about phobias, but we all know that where there is a phobia, there is a philia. Oh, yeah. 
And there are some people that get Can a little freaky. Can that be the tagline for the show? <laughs> where there's a phobia, there's a philia. Where there's a phobia, there's a philia. I mean, absolutely true. Uh, so there are some people that get that like to get a little freak freak when oh, it comes uh, to clowns. Oh, I'm aware I've met a significant portion of them. Um, uh-huh. Case in point, my my clowning experience. Yeah. In in the haunt. So what's interesting, and if you've worked um, haunts before, then you you may know this. Um. Sometimes you get scares, and sometimes you get a weird one. <laughs> yeah. If if you've ever been Michael Myers in a haunt, then you got me as the weird one, and I'm very sorry to you. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is that is my thing. Yeah. I love a good tall, I like it with the right proportions. Like I love a good tall Mike Myers, mm-hmm. like a good one. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll I'll just follow him around. Through the haunt, <laughs> like just wherever they're, they're like, can someone get this lot, crazy bitch off of me? A lot of times they make Michael Myers the roamer, and I'm just like, you're coming with me. Thank you. Okay, now you're with I, me, <laughs> and I they just keep believe, walking with me, like waiting for me to get freaked out. And it's like, no. I do believe the last haunt we went <laughs> through last year, you the words out of your mouth was. Hey, Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah and bad. this guy was probably like, the fuck? Bye. <laughs> no, he's used to it. Trust me, he's used to it. Just like when people would come through our haunt, I was I was not surprised necessarily. But uh-huh. there was, I mean, so there there was one, um, one girl actually who came through the haunt and she was like, about it about it i was like do i need to press my button like i'm not afraid i mean there's an audience i'm really gross right now and i'm not into that but like i could maybe like just go get a quick shower like if you could just let if you could just give me some time (laughs) it's fine i can leave the makeup on but like but yeah it was very interesting people people are very i haven't seen as much of that with clowns um, as with other things, but people are very, people love them some clowns sometimes. You they know? they people, do. People have their things. They do. So from the same article, the guy wrote the article from Psychology Today about the phobia. Oh, okay. Also, you know, kind of dove a little bit into, you know, the people that kind of get a little, uh, you know, bonkers for Bozo, I guess. I don't fucking know. But, um... <laughs> So I have some some case studies here from people um, who, you know, live with a clown fetish. Okay, go for it. Um, so we have number one, which is a he, who is a gay male. Okay. And the quote is, I think my fetish started out as more of a fetish for face painting, which mm. has turned me on for as long as I can remember. Until I found this paraphilia site, I always thought I was pretty much alone. Most of the comments I've seen elsewhere revolve around scary clowns. Not for me. My face paint interest has always been about silly. The sillier, the better. That goes for clowns, too. The clown face always seemed like the goofiest, silliest face paint you could possibly put on. One thing led to another, and I went from painting my face to buying a clown nose to the whole deal. Costume, paint, wigs, gloves, bow ties, shoes, you name it. I think for me, the turn on comes from the willingness to look silly. I've always been very stoic and uptight to a fault. I find it very hard to let my hair down and relax. So I think it's the fear of being silly in front of other people that gives me a rush. 
To see someone not only look goofy in front of other people, but to actually want to do it and enjoy it is overwhelming to me. Although most people don't find this stuff sexual and would never know the difference, in my mind, I'd be doing something private out in the open. My partner has been wonderful with this. I got up some incredible courage one day and put on a clown nose in front of him, and to my surprise, he wasn't the least bit put off. Tell you what, I fucking would be. <laughs> I think it's the, I, uh, I get what he's saying with the whole, like, you know, because it is sort of like an exposure, like exposing something yeah. private, which can be a big turn on. Right. It's just a different sort of thing than, you know, I think most people... Um, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to them, but, but he seems incredibly stoic. And so when I imagine him putting on his clown makeup (laughs) and his wig and his gloves and like bow tie, like it's, it's in a very stoic manner, I just, which is somehow more scary to me. Well, that kind of goes back to what you were talking about. Quietly like layering on the clown stuff. Uh And I would be like, I have to to go well that that talks about that kind of goes back to your thoughts on them not being so like sporadic yes, and yes, crazy and chaotic yes, but being more yeah. still mm-hmm. and, and and stoic yeah. to me it, it's definitely that but it's the fact that he just like showed up one day with a fucking clown nose on and i imagine him just being like like the partner's just walking around and then you get that like horror movie like he's just standing there in a clown music. nose like, in the background yeah and he's just standing there yeah that's what I see, and that, but anyway, that's neither yeah. here or there. I he, see him sitting at a dressing table, like just staring in the mirror, like, like slowly putting on his wig and his makeup. And then he just turns to you and is like, Am I silly? <laughs> and I'm just like, I gotta go. I gotta go. He you says, know? Yeah. He says, I eventually felt, felt him out a bit more here and there and then just told him everything. Since then, he's been very supportive and helped me embrace my fetish and the happiness it brings me. Love that. Love that for you. Mm-hmm. Good. Love that. So, next case study comes from a heterosexual male. Mm-hmm. Who says, I'm a very lucky man. Roughly 10 years ago, I completely opened up to my then girlfriend of a few months, admitting everything to her. That I loved seeing girls get pied in the face. <laughs> get pied in the face. I can't even say it. Just pied in the, Just a regular pie. Yeah. Like a, like a, not a, not a. Not a cream pie. Okay. Just a regular pie in the face. Pie. Got it. Um, And have buckets of slime dumped on their heads. And that what I promoted as an irrational fear of clowns was to hide the fact that I actually was heavily aroused whenever I saw a female clown. Oh, did you hear that, Danielle? <laughs> what he originally thought was an irrational fear of clowns and everyone else uh-huh. who's scared of clowns. Just think about that. Sit with that. Yeah. Are you? Do you actually want to fuck these clowns? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you want to fuck them. He says... Uh, That I really just wanted to dress in baggy pants, wear grease paint and a big red nose, hurl pies, spank with rubber chickens, and have a good silly fuck. She said, okay. It was no big deal. Years of repression and guilt and I had nothing to fear. She loved me and was willing to indulge in my fetish sparingly. You know, I'd do it once. I'd do it once. (laughs) Would you? I'd do it once. I feel like it would get really weird, though. And I don't want to be pied in the face because I have like that's a weird like eating disorder thing for me. Like I can't I mm. can't do that. Um, but but I would I would, I would give it a I would give it a shot. Slime's fine. Slime's fine. Yeah. 
uh, I would give it a shot. I can see. I you. feel like I just get really over it. <laughs> I can see halfway you, through you spanking with a rubber chicken. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the detail that I'm like. Well, I could try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could try. So our third one comes from a heterosexual female. Got it. Okay. Who says, uh, "Who says I'm an 18-year-old chick, and well, I'm not sure how it all started, but I've always thought of clowns as being so sexual and crazy. I get turned on by the way they act and make perverted jokes. The makeup and clothes are really fun and exciting. Recently, I went to Halloween Horror Nights and had a blast. At the center of the amusement park... There were these clowns just messing with people and scaring them. The main clown was on a podium. I went to get a picture with him, and he said, Hey, how about me and you go behind that ice cream truck and I give you a little popsicle treat, eh? He pulled me closer to him with the cane, and I almost went crazy. How long ago was it? She said she was 18. How long ago was that? A few nights ago? Was she still 18? I'm worried for that clown. Be careful. Yeah. Haunters, I'm be not, careful. I'm not sure. Um, doesn't really say. Um, but says that he pulled me closer to him with the cane and I almost went crazy. I wanted to fuck that guy in the costume so bad. I don't see clowns as innocent childhood ideas. I see them more as erotic fantasy sex trips. So like a Beetlejuice moment? Like could it could it be No, go with me. Go with me on this. Could uh-huh. it be like the like the dirty old man fetish? Like a Beetlejuice Beetlejuice like potentially like, like thing? I cuz I could see that. Yeah, it At that point would it be a carny fetish? Could be potentially. I don't know. I tend I don't know. I I I get it, right? Like I, I get that sort of like idea that that forwardness or grotesqueness can kind of be a little alluring. Like, mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to say is, is that, yes, there are times where I find clowns extremely fucking attractive. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, Woods of terror. Yeah. Like is there it, are times. It, there's there's sometimes when they're really sexy. But, but. A lot of the times that I find clown, I think it's different than what we're talking about with these fetish folks, because a lot of the clowns that you and I find sexy are sort of designed to kind of be sexy. You know what I mean? That's true. But I think mine stems less from like, less from them being a clown and more from them being in disguise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel the same way sometimes about you know, someone in a clown mask that I do as, you know, with someone in like some other mask that might be very sort of masculine, but the face is like kind of hidden. There's a part of me that is really attracted to that very much in the vein of like pyramid head, right? Yeah. Where it's like so much like there's this like sexual energy that's that's radiating from it. Mm-hmm. And I find that attractive. I don't think it's necessarily related to just clowns. I think it's more of just that like mysterious sexual energy. And that can be, you know, portrayed in, you know, clown form or well, pyramid a, head form. Well, there's a level of anonymity this. too yeah. as well that's being brought into play. And I think that that the level of anonymity feels then taboo. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like a, it's an interplay of a lot of different things. Um but that's interesting. 
that for her specifically, it's the off-color jokes that yeah, like do it for her. I don't know. But speaking of fantasy sex trips, I think it's time to play a game before we so we can close out. Sounds like a great game. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm out of alcohol, but I mean, we can <laughs> we can still play. So we're gonna play a game. Very very easy game. You already know it. Um, just some <laughs> some different verbiage here. We're gonna play a game called whack bonk or run, similar to marry fuck or kill. I'll give you a list of three famous clowns, and you have to tell us which one you would whack, kill, bonk, fuck. Or run away with to join the circus. Okay, so whack is kill. Whack is kill. Bonk is fuck. Bonk is fuck. Run is to run away with the circus and marry them. Oh, run is to marry. Okay, got it. Got it. Yep, you're running away with them. (laughs) Got it. So I got a first set here of three. So you have to tell me which one. Number one, you've got Bozo the Clown from old school, like classic. Classic. Captain Spaulding. Aww. Or. The Joker, and he could be any Joker that you that you want. Okay, good. Thank which one are you that. gonna? Thank, thank you for that. <laughs> which uh. one are you gonna whack? Which one? Not Jared Leto. Um, which one am I gonna whack? Yeah, which one are you killing? Probably Bozo. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. You're not. I mean, sorry, um, but no. The I'm wholesome clown doesn't do it for you. No. Um. Damn, I like, I was set, you said Captain Spaulding, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's that's the one. Uh-huh. But then you said any Joker that I want, and yep. now all I can see is Heath Ledger in that nurse's outfit. Uh-huh. And I'm upset, um, <laughs> because I can't choose both. Um, But he seemed pretty dedicated to his work, and I think that Captain Spaulding might be more of a family man. <laughs> Um, so I think I'm going to bonk Heath Ledger specifically in uh-huh. the nurse's outfit. Specifically. Um, and then I'm going to run away with Captain Smalding. Interesting. I think he's more of a family man. That's exactly what I was going to choose. Yeah. <laughs> That's my choice, too. Yeah. Um, I thought about it. It's I the was correct like, choice. I was like, exactly. It was like Captain Spaulding, definitely a family man. Mm-hmm. He's going to take know? care of me. He's going to take care of me. He's going to take care of these kitties. So I, I went with that too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, round two. Okay. Pennywise, any. Mm. Ronald McDonald or Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. Oh, No. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> um so I think it's probably pretty clear that I'm gonna run away with Pennywise. Okay. Which one? Oh <laughs> I hate that you're gonna make me choose. <laughs> I mean, can I get can I have both? Can it be like a, a, I mean can it be like a poly moment? I mean tr- I mean true. I mean could it's, it be it's, could it be that? It could be. I mean I'm it's gonna, a shape shifter so Yeah. Could be both. Who's to say that, you know, the Tim Curry I'm going to choose Tim and Bill and okay. we're all three of us going to run away together. All three of y'all are going to float. All three of us. Yep, we're going to we get All right. Float. So you're running away to the circus with Pennywise. Yeah. And now I face some difficult decisions. Mm-hmm. No, not. Um I'm gonna have to kill Twisty. Okay. Because I really like Twisty, but he 
I don't, I don't think I could, I don't think I could fuck him. <laughs> I don't think I could. Okay. So I'm going to have to let him go. Um, and that means that, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to have to bonk Ronald McDonald. <laughs> But then I get to run away with with Bill Skarsgård and Tim Curry (laughs) as Pennywise. And it'll all be worth it in the end. You don't think Ronald McDonald would, you know, give you that Big Mac? (laughs) I just feel like, like, with each thrust, my childhood would just get a little more broken. (laughs) Talk about a happy meal. (laughs) My already fractured jaw just Just shatter. It shatters like a cheap McDonald's toy. <laughs> you know he would come with toys, though. Oh, so maybe it wouldn't. Maybe. Oh, that's maybe an it interesting would, angle. It would either make it a lot better or a lot worse. But I think he's gonna. He he would so come like, with a lot of toys in the happy. So now. like, anal anal beads, but make them like the chicken McNugget toys. <laughs> Just that pull are, out like, a made 20... out of plastic and uh-huh. smell like paint thinner. Yeah. Just pull out, pull out a twenty piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, poor Ronald McDonald. Yeah, he's gonna be heartbroken. He is. I mean, truly, he is. Okay. Uh, what was your answer? For oh, well, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. My answer. Yeah. Uh, so I. You love I was going to. He was nice. He was nice. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, he killed a few people. But listen, he just wanted to make you laugh, right? Yeah. He just wanted to make you laugh. He's sad boy um, vibes. I, I just think that just Pennywise. Yeah. I think that I would have to also kill Twisty. But I'm going to just bonk Pennywise. Oh. And I think I'm going to marry Ronald McDonald. Wow. I think I would run away with Ronald McDonald because I feel like I would get, you know. Free nuggets. Free nuggets. Free nuggets. I think that there's, going back to that, like, risk analysis thing, (laughs) that, like, what is the benefit of choosing Ronald McDonald? Infinite nuggets. Can we turn Ronald McDonald into a gay icon? I feel like he's primed for it. I feel like he's primed for it. Definitely. McDonald's, pick that up. Yeah. Get him another get him a get him another boy clown to mm-hmm. be with. I mean, yep. it would be great. Definitely. I that's so that's that's my choice. Okay. All right. You ready for the last one? I'm ready. Last round. I'm ready. Krusty the clown from The Simpsons. Aware. Okay. Patch Adams. Killer clowns from outer space, the group. <laughs> the whole group. The whole group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The whole group. The whole group. The whole big tent. I feel like you gave me really good Mary choices, though. Like, I feel like you gave me really good choices for the Mary column, uh-huh. but then you, you really put me through it to get there. Yeah. Which I appreciate, because life has done the same thing to me. Um, <laughs> uh. Okay, so I'm going to run away with Patch Adams. Okay. And I'm not going to cry about it here. Please don't because cry. <laughs> it's hitting me. If you cry, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'm going to run away with Patch Adams. Um, and 
And even though I'm a Simpsons fan, no. Let me think about this. Hang on. Because I just rewatched Killer Clowns from Outer Space uh-huh. not too long ago. So I have a vivid, I have a vivid memory of exactly um, what that entails. Yeah. But then again, I've always been a girl for parties. <laughs> so I think I would probably. You would get to live in space. Not That's live in option. space. No, I wouldn't live in space. I would, I would fuck in space because I'm already running away with Patch Adams. Oh, that's true. But I have to earn it. Yeah. And I love him a lot. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna knit, I'm gonna off, um, I'm gonna whack Krusty the Clown, and I'm gonna bonk Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> they seem like they have a great sense of humor. I mean, yep. it's, they seem very imaginative. You know, there might be some surprise in it there. There's, <laughs> There might be some surprise in that for me. And I love Patch or, Adams a lot. I feel like I really need to earn it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove it. Or you just end up in a fucking cotton candy cocoon. No, you didn't say that was part of the deal. <laughs> it's just a I'm bonk. I'm not saying. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just a bonk. But, it's just a bonk. I mean, maybe it could be some like... You know, BDSM like right. I mean, that's cotton what we, candy. Right, like that's what we're thinking. Strap maybe. Yeah. They'd I mean, be as very long as there's a safe word, to... and we're gonna honor that, then then I'll go for that. I, I, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, cresting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of of prevention yeah. leading into that. <laughs> I I would. I would have to choose. Uh, definitely, we're running away with Patch Adams. Uh, yes. Like a thousand percent. Yes. Um. Just hands down. I, in fact, I feel a little upset that he's included in this. <laughs> in this. It's too. It's too, too dark. wholesome. It, he's yeah. It's too, he's too good. Too wholesome. He's too good. I just felt like you really. We really needed a wholesome clown. Yeah. You know. I mean, you kind of get bozo, but that's kind of like before our time. But like Patch Adams was like, and not a lot of people actually think of when you think clowns, you don't really think Patch Adams, but really he was. But uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to not talk about that anymore because okay. I'm gonna get upset. Uh, so for me, I'm running away with the PA. Yeah, and <laughs> the PA, <laughs> love it. Uh, and I am going to have to just kill the killer clowns from outer space. Listen, I their faces just don't do it for me. They're very like. They just fucking ugly and yeah. like I'm yes. just like I don't know that I could like handle like a group of that on top of me. Like I'm trying to think of like would I be okay in like a clown like bukaki situation with that <laughs> staring down for me? And I don't know I don't know that I could get there. Right? So I'm gonna have to just kill them because they were trying to destroy planet Earth and like bitch, I need this place to live, right? <laughs> so I'm with just gonna that. have to kill you, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just going to bonk Krusty the Clown because, you know, I feel like he might would be just like dirty enough to have like a really like sleazy lay with that you just kind of like, I had it once, we're good. You know? He's lonely. I think I think that's a public service for him. I feel like he would maybe like, you know, he'd talk dirty a little bit. Yeah. And, and I'd kind of be into it, but then like would never want to hear from him ever again after yeah, that. Yeah, no speaking. Like, we have our moment, and then we're done. And then I'm going to go run off into the sunset and be wholesome. What does it say about me, though, that he appears to be, like, somewhat of a middle ground there? And I'd rather go with just the absolutely outlandish, ridiculous 
filth of killer clowns from outer space. Like, I, what I does that say about me? I don't know. But Th- that I rebuke the middle ground. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. There is. There's a lot. Um, certainly, but we're out of time today. Yes, we are. Uh, luckily. So we hope that you enjoyed our little lovely episode about clowns. I enjoyed it. I thought so. I think it, I'm glad I you fucking did. I hope YouTube did. Yeah. Let us know, YouTube. Let us know how much you hated it. Um, if you want to connect with us on our social medias, we are on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. We are on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. And we are on Facebook. If you search for The Haunted Heart Podcast, you will find us. You can like our page. And if you would, give us a little review. Five stars, please. And um, you can also find our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group, so nobody on your friends list can see what you're posting unless they're also part of the group. And then, hey, you got collateral. So they're right. on the hook, too. Um, so uh, if you do, just search uh, The Haunted Heart Podcast, find the group, request to join. Either Kenny, myself, or a member of our Murder Mod Squad will approve you, and then you can engage with the group. Like I said, I want to see a bunch of clown photos on the Facebook group this week. Do your best. We got yes. to freak our Murder Mod Squad members out yes we got to do that dress so, up as me. a clown like don't just share pictures like fucking put on some grease paint yourself yeah, and just like dress up for show me, Daddy. up and show <laughs> out like yes do it make that like I clown fantasy it. come true i want to see it i want to see a really good girl clown that's what i want to see mm-hmm. i mean i want to see all the clowns but i want to see a really good well done girl clown because there's not enough of them yeah. and i'll share some of my clown pictures with you guys if i remember too yeah so, um, I think and if you want to support clownery, you can go to our Patreon. You can modern day clownery podcasting. Yes. Um, we're at patreon.com slash the haunted heart and you can join for, you know, starting from a dollar a month on up. Yep. A dollar will, you know, bonk our noses. It was, you know, that wasn't good. That was tough. That was hard. I was, think it's, you time know, it's for been a to... long, it's been a long night. It has been a long night. I'm going to get uh, a drink. Yes. Uh, and I guess we are just going to leave you all. We're going to walk through this haunted house together uh, going out of October. We're so excited to come back next week with more spooky shit for we you. We are for the Halloween episode. So thank you for walking through this fun house with us, looking at all the ways that clowns can be creepy or sexy or both at the same time. That's the most fun. And until next time, you know what you gotta do. Stay spooky.